up in here. Amen. Look, I, I, this morning, somebody should have gave me a melatonin because the way I'm feeling right now, we're about to rock the house. Amen. Let's all stand. Did everybody get what they wanted for Christmas? Yes. Did anybody not get what they want for Christmas? Okay. We got a hand. We got one hand. We got a couple hands. Okay. Who got what they wanted for Christmas though? Let's end on a positive. Here we go. Okay. Praise God. Let's go. Joy to the world. All right. Clap your hands with us. church? Now I know y'all can be louder than that. I just heard it. (laughs) How's everybody doing? Excellent. So uh, we have a few announcements before we get into the service today. Tomorrow we will be having our Zoom prayer meeting at 7 p.m. So we're going to be emailing the link out for that tomorrow. Uh, This Thursday is New Year's Eve, so the youth group won't be having a meeting. Uh, So just enjoy yourselves, stay safe, and we'll be reconvening in the new year. Uh, We are starting a marriage series January 5th. It will be on Tuesday night at 6.30. It is for couples and singles. Teens um, can join as long as they're 16 or older and have a parent's permission. Child care will be provided. If you need more information, please talk to Pastor Carlos. And uh, at this time, we want to just thank everybody still for the being faithful in your tithes and offerings. Um, I know it's a tough year and it's a tough season. Uh, but God can do more with a few dollars than we can do with thousands. And so we want to thank everybody who's been faithful in entrusting that over to him. And so 
We do have online giving um, if you are wanting to give that way. We also have the box up front that you can put uh, a check in an envelope for. And at this, we're going to start our prayer before we go into our service. So everybody would bow their heads. Dear Lord, we want to come before you today and ask that you would give us humble minds and humble spirits to receive the word that we're about to hear. We ask for strength to enact it, and we ask that you would continue to give your love to us in a way that allows us to love others. Um, The Bible says that people will know who we are by the love that we have for one another, and we ask for the ability to showcase who we are and who you are to the entire world. We ask that you would give us, again, the humility and the strength to be able to say not our will but yours and to perpetuate your will here on this earth. We thank you for the gift that you've given us in redemption by sacrificing yourself to redeem and cleanse us. And we ask that we would be able to spread that message so that you can redeem and cleanse the whole world. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. Let's all stand this morning as we sing out, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Um, I know it's after Christmas, but how I many you know you can't get enough Christmas song? That's right. And so right now we're going we're gonna to worship Jesus through some Christmas song and also um, a contemporary worship song. So sing with us as we sing, Hark the Herald angel sing.
Sinners can now reconcile. Joyful all ye nations rise. Join the triumph of the skies. With angelic hopes proclaim. Christ is born in Bethlehem. Do you see what I see? Do you hear what I hear? Do you know what I know? I don't think people do because if they did, they'd be here with us on Sunday morning. Amen. Amen. They'd be online watching with us online. But there's going to come a day, <laughs> there's going to come a day, Lord, by your mercy, by your grace. We're all going to stand before the judgment seat of God. And Jesus Christ will be there, God himself. And we will be standing before the King of Kings. And the Bible says that every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. That doesn't mean I'm going to get into heaven. But it means every knee shall bow, every ruler, every king, every person who has ever lived on this earth, from the greatest to the smallest, will bow before him and say, you are Lord. And then he will say, either well done, good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of the Lord. Can you imagine that moment you got your grandma or your aunt or someone you haven't seen in years and they're on the other side saying, hey, I know him. I know her. Come on in. And the devil's there saying, not by the hair of my chinny chin chin. And he's going to say, she did this, 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 this. And Jesus can say, yeah, you, that's, uh, God, that, that's right. That's right. She did. But you know what? She also, let, let's go back in the time. Let's go back in time. She gave her life to me. She served me. Yes, yes, she was tempted here, but she, she, turned, she turned the other way. Yes, he was tempted, but he lived for me. He served me. And my blood has covered their sin. They are washed white as snow. So when I say, do you see what I see? I, I, I can see a teenager right now like, yeah, duh. No, 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 no. I don't think you see what I see. Do you hear what I hear? Because if you did, I think you'd be worshiping Jesus with all your heart. Do you see what I 
Of Jesus this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Lift your hands with us. Sing with us. Child, the child 
tonight. He will bring us goodness and life. He will bring us goodness and life. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Do you hear what I hear? Do you hear what I hear? Do you know what I know? Listen to Said the night wind to the little lamb. Amen. Amen. Let's continue worshiping him through Christmas song. Amen. And away in a manger. No crib for a bell, the little Lord Jesus laid down his sweet head, and the stars in the sky looked down where he lay, the little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay and the cattle are lowing the baby awakes but little Lord Jesus no crying he makes I from the sky and stay by my cradle till morning is night be near me Lord Jesus I ask thee to stay close by me forever and love me I pray and bless all the dear children in thy tender care and take us to heaven to live with thee there love that song so much because it reminds me when I'm going through personal issues in life and I'm going through things and maybe I, it seems like I don't have enough money or um, there's just stuff going on in life when life doesn't seem fair um, have you ever been there 
okay, I'm in the wrong church. I think me and Mike, Mike, I think we need to go somewhere else. Uh, when life doesn't seem fair, I look at away in a manger, as silly as it is. The king of kings came in and there was no room for him in the inn. There was no room for baby Jesus. And you would think a king of this stature, the one who created the world, would have come down on a golden platter. But yet, he came as the most humble, low. So when I'm ever going through one of those moments, I say, I don't have it that bad. But you know, also also get from there, there was no room for Jesus in the end. Is there room for Jesus today in your heart? Is there room for Jesus because he wants to come in and he wants to live with you? He wants to dine with you. He wants to have fellowship with you. Will you allow him to do that this morning? Amen. Amen. Let's sing out that song. Are you broken, hurting within, overwhelmed by the weight of your sin? If that's so, guess what? Jesus is calling. Amen. Sorry, I'll stop preaching, okay? I apologize. Are you hurting and broken within? Overwhelmed by the weight of your sin? Jesus is calling. Have you come to the end of yourself? Do you thirst for a drink from the well? Jesus is calling. Oh, come to the altar, the Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was born with the precious blood of Mistakes come today. There's no reason to wait. Jesus is calling. Leave your sorrows and trade them for joy. From the ashes, a new life is born. Jesus is
church before we go into the word this morning we might not have the actual altars here this morning but you have a personal altar right before you is right where you stand and this morning right now I want you to stand and I want you to give your worries your concerns your heart right now to this God who loves you more than anything in the world. If you have a need this morning, it's on your heart, I want you to speak it out right now. Speak it out. Give it to Jesus right now. Whatever that is, you say, God, I give this to you. God, I'm struggling financially. Lord, I give this to you. Maybe a family member is going through it mentally. Maybe there's something going on in their life. God, I give this to you. just found out this morning there's a young girl with all heads bowed, all eyes closed. There's a young child. I'd like you to pray for her right now. We don't know her name, but God does. She's only four years old and has cancer. Lord, we lift her up to you right now in Jesus' name. She's related to someone who, who, who comes to church here. God, we give this, this young girl to you right now. This young girl with dreams and just started school and she's just excited about life. We give her to you right now. Whatever's going on in your life, I want you to give it to God right now. Say, Jesus, I give this to you. Come to your personal altar right now. He is waiting. Hallelujah. 
I don't want to go into 2020 with baggage and things from 2020. I want to go into 2021 free this morning. Let go. He's here this morning. I sense his presence. He's here. Hallelujah. Oh, come to the altar. The Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was bought with the precious blood. Oh, speak it out, church. Father, we give this service to you. We give you full right away. Speak to every heart here this morning. Whatever's going on in our lives, Lord, let us leave here transformed by your spirit, by your power. Anoint Pepe, anoint Israel, Lord, as they come to bring your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And may you may be seated. Amen. So today we have something very special for you. Um, it's at the end of the year, and I thought it'd be no, it'd be uh, it'd be an amazing thing to have our Spanish ministry come and speak to us. Amen. And so um, he's going to be preaching um, along with Israel Ortiz. If you don't know these men. I would encourage you to do so, and uh, just amazing men of God. Um, I was speaking about Pepe earlier today. He, Pepe and Israel both are the kind of people that will take off their jacket for you and uh, freeze themselves for you to be warm. And uh, so please, with no further ado, please help me give them a warm welcome as I take the stage. Amen. Good morning, dear family. Muy buen día, querida familia. Al pensar en nuestra iglesia, yo creo que Dios ha llamado nuestra atención y ha mantenido todo nuestro enfoque en ser hijos de un solo Dios, una sola familia, una sola iglesia, Home Community Church. As we think of our church, I believe that God has caught our attention and kept our focus on being the children of one God, one family, one home, home church of the Nazarene. Eh, en general, hermanos, la llegada del fin de año es un buen tiempo para que repasemos, reflexionemos y renovemos los pensamientos y los sentires en nuestro corazón. The arrival of the end of the year is good good time for us to review, reflect and renew our purposes of our hearts. No solo en nuestra vida secular, sino es muy importante importante esa reflexión en nuestra vida espiritual. Not only in our secular lives, but the but the reflection 
is very important in our spiritual lives. Todos hemos aprendido algunas lecciones eh, en este año que se acaba. Le, esas lecciones nos mi, a, ayudan a mirar hacia adelante en el año que viene. We have learned some lessons in this past year, lessons that helped us look forward to the new year. ¿Cuál debe ser nuestro marco mental para cambiar el calendario para el próximo año? What should our frame of mind be when changing the calendar to the next year? Veamos, hay un pasaje bíblico que me que en mi pensamiento que se encuentra en el libro de Filipenses. Y pienso que este pasaje tiene muy buenas y grandiosas instrucciones para nosotros. There's a biblical passage in my thinking that is found in the book of Philippians. And I think it has some great teachings for all of us. We think about this when Paul is speaking from his heart. Filipenses 3, 12 a 14. Philippians 3, 12. No que haya alcanzado ya, ni que ya sea perfecto, sino que prosigo por ver si logro asir aquello para lo cual fui también asido por Cristo Jesús. Now that has... He has already reached it, nor that neither perfect, but I continue to see if I can grasp that for which I was also grasped by Jesus Christ. Hermanos, yo mismo no pretendo haberlo ya alcanzado, pero una cosa hago, olvidando ciertamente lo que queda atrás y extendiéndome a lo que está adelante. Verse 13, brothers, I myself do not pretend to have it already achieved it, but I do one thing, forgetting certainly what is left behind and reaching out to what lies ahead. I continue to the goal, to the prize of the high calling God in Jesus Christ. En estas palabras de Pablo, hay cuatro, cuatro principios que son importantes para considerar y prepararnos para el próximo año. In the words of Paul, there are four vida. principles that are important to consider as we prepare the new year. Eh, hermanos, no es maravilloso que Dios no haya dado, nos haya dado una vida por secciones que podamos eh, manejar. Nos ha dado años, meses, semanas, días, horas. Isn't it wonderful that God has given us a life in sections that we can handle? Years, months, days, hours. Me encanta cambiar el calendario cada año porque puedo observar mis fracasos y también las enseñanzas que he podido tener en el año que ha pasado. I love changing the calendars every year because I can observe my, my flaws and lessons from the past. I also have the opportunity to set the new goals for the future. Espero animarlos en este respecto hoy. I hope to encourage you in the regard today. De acuerdo al, a los, uh, al libro de Filipenses, según el apóstol Pablo, debemos empezar con lo que yo llamo una santa inquietud. According to the Apostle Paul, we must start with what I call a holy restlessness. 
no que haya alcanzado ya, ni que sea perfecto, sino prosigo. ¿Captan el impacto de estas palabras? Now that I, I have already achieved it, know that it's perfect, but I continue. Do you get the impact of these words? No he llegado. Todavía no lo he logrado. No he llegado al lugar donde quiero estar. ¿Verdad que hay aquí una santa inquietud? I have not arrived. I have not yet achieved it. I have not reached to the place where I want to be. Isn't there a holy concern? La Biblia nos dice que debemos contentarlos, contentarnos con los que tenemos, con las cosas materiales. Pero cuando se trata de nuestra relación con Jesús, nunca debemos quedarnos contentos. We should be content with what God gives us in terms of material things. But when it comes to our relationship with Jesus, we should never be content. El apóstol Pablo usa una palabra, la palabra perfecto en el verso 12 no es que haya llegado a la perfección the apostle Paul says and uses the word perfect verse 12 now that I have reached perfection la palabra perfecto equivale a maduro Pablo está diciendo que somos maduros cuando nos damos cuenta que no hemos llegado a la perfección. The, the word perfection equals as to be mature. Paul is saying that we are mature when we realize that we have reached, that we have not reached perfection. Maturity is not reaching the place where one says. No es el lugar, como dicen, madurez, no es llegar al lugar donde uno dice, finalmente lo tengo. Todo resuelto. Ya lo sé todo. Maturity is not when you say, I finally have it. Everything's resolved. I know everything. Perfección, madurez en la vida cristiana es entender en qué punto está cuando, cuánto queda por recorrer. Perfection, maturity in the Christian life is to understand where you are, how far you have to go, is to know where to go and how far you have to travel to get there. Es lo que Pablo siente, una santa inquietud, una santa insatisfacción. It's what Paul feels, a holy concern, a holy dissatisfaction of our spiritual progress. ¿Quiere esto decir que no me siento bien con mi vida cristiana? ¿Es eso bueno? Así es, es bueno. Does that mean that I don't feel good about my Christian life? That is good. Porque si no está contento en el punto que está, exactamente está en el camino al punto que debería estar. That's right. It's good because... If you're not happy at the point where you are, it's exactly on the way to where it should be. 
Jesús nos enseñó en las bienaventuranzas en Mateo 5, versículo 6. Nos dice la palabra de Dios. Bienaventurados los que tienen hambre y sed de justicia, porque ellos serán saciados. Matthew 5, 6 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. Me alegra, me alegra que no dijera, bienaventurados los justos, no habría mucha bendición porque no hay justos. I'm glad he didn't say, blessed are the just. There wouldn't be much blessing because there isn't a righteous one. Hermano, tienen una profunda hambre, una profunda sed, quieren más de Dios, más de su palabra, más de creer en Él. Brothers, do you have a deep hunger and thirst in your heart for more of God? More of His Word? Si eso es cierto, la Biblia dice que usted es bienaventurado. If that is true, the Bible says that you are blessed. Nunca tendremos el deseo y la pasión de avanzar hacia adelante si no hemos desarrollado una actitud de santa inquietud, santa insatisfacción. We will never have the desire and passion to move forward if we have not developed the holy restlessness attitude. Si usted no está contento con su vida espiritual, esa es una buena señal. If you're not happy with your spiritual life, it's a good sign. Espero que el próximo año crezcamos más. I hope that next year we will grow more in the Lord. No estoy contento con lo que soy. Quiero avanzar. I'm not Ahí. happy with who I am. Quiero avanzar. Ahí es donde comienzo con una Santa inquietud. But I want to move on. That's where I start with the holy concern. En segundo lugar, el apóstol Pablo nos habla de una devoción disciplinada. Secondly, the apostle Paul speaks of disciplined devotion. <coughs> nos dice en el versículo 13 de Filipenses, una, pero una cosa hago. Verse 13 says, But one thing I do. Hermanos, ¿sabían que la frase una cosa es importante en la Biblia? Es interesante las veces que, esa, que aparece esa frase, pero una cosa que aparece en la Biblia. Brothers, did you know that the phrase one thing is very important in the Bible? It's interesting in how many times it appears in the Bible. Veamos algunos de estos momentos en que aparece esa frase. Let's review one of these moments. Cuando David describe que tiene hambre, hambre de Dios, dice en el Salmo 27, una cosa he demandado a Jehová, esa buscaré, que esté yo en la casa de Jehová todos los días de mi vida para contemplar la hermosura de Jehová y para inquirir en su templo. When David describes his hunger for God, he says in Psalms 27:4, One thing I have demanded of Jehovah, this I will seek. 
I may be in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Al joven rico, sé que conocen ese pasaje, el joven rico Jesús le dijo en Marcos 10, 21, le dijo, Jesús le dijo mirándole, le amo y le dijo, una cosa te falta, vende todo lo que tienes y dalo a los pobres y tendrás tesoros en el cielo y ven, sígueme, toma tu cruz. To the rich young man, Jesus said, Mark 10, 21. Then Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, One thing you lack. Go sell everything you have and give it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. Taking up your cross, Jesus knew where the young man's heart was. A Marta, cuando ella criticaba la devoción que tenía su hermana María a Cristo, le Cristo, Jesús le dijo en Lucas, pero solo una cosa es necesaria y María ha escogido la buena parte, la cual no le será quitada. To Martha, when she criticized her sister Mary's devotion to Christ, she said in Luke 10, 42, but only one thing, it is necessary, and Mary has chosen the good part of her, which she will not be taken from her. El hombre que recibió la vista por el poder de Cristo y dio su testimonio, dijo, él les respondió y dijo, si es pecador, porque le estaban preguntando de Jesús, y él dijo, si es pecador, no sé. Una cosa sé, que habiendo yo sido ciego, ahora veo. The man who re received his sight by the power of Christ gave the testimony of him in John 9.25. Then he answered and said, If he is a sinner, I do not know. I know one thing, that having been blind, now I see. ¿Qué quiere decir persona de una cosa? What does it mean to be a person of one thing? Tener un solo ánimo, empezando por la santa inquietud con el pasado, ahora empieza a enfocarse en una sola cosa en su vida. To have only one mind, starting with a holy restlessness with the past, now begin to focus on only one thing in your life. Como el niño que agarrado de la mano de su padre recoge las fresas a la orilla del barranco, nosotros estamos recogiendo y, y batallando por los bienes de este mundo. Like the child who holding the hand of his father picks up the strawberries by the rabbi. Siempre debe tener su mano agarrada del Padre Celestial y volverse a él de tiempo en tiempo para ver si lo que está haciendo y la manera que está comportando le agrada a él. We are gathering and battling with the goods of this world. You should always have your hand unto the Heavenly Father's hand and turn to him from time to time to see if the way you are behaving and to him and what you're doing is pleasing to him. Una cosa, siempre piense una cosa. Lo que quiero decir es que estamos aprendiendo a decir no a algunas cosas para poder decir que sí 
a una cosa más grande. One thing, always think of one thing. What I want to tell you is that I, that we are learning to say no to some things. Iglesia, hermanos, eh, al enfrentar el año, el año nuevo, el crecimiento cristiano es importante y esencial. Debe ser nuestra prioridad. Church, as we face a new year ahead, the Christian growth is important and an essential. It must be our priority. I know that it is getting more and more difficult because of too many things that attract our attention. El Salmo 86, el salmista nos dice, Enséñame, Jehová, tu camino. Caminaré yo en tu verdad. Afirma mi corazón para que tema tu nombre. Psalms 86:11 says, Teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk in your faith and your truth. Affirm my heart to fear your name. Una santa inquietud. Una devoción disciplinada. Veamos un tercer punto. Un camino definido. A holy restlessness. Now let's talk about a definite path. Volvamos a Filipenses 3.13. El pasaje nos dice, Olvidándome ciertamente lo que queda atrás y extendiéndome a lo que está delante. Let's es un, go back. Es un excelente versículo para el año nuevo. Let's go back to Philippians 3.13. Certainly, forgetting what is left behind and extending myself to what is ahead. It is an excellent verse for the new year. Una cosa que nos impide progresar en nuestro andar con el Señor es nuestra conexión con el pasado. One of the things that prevents us from progressing in our walk in the Lord is the connection with the past. Hay dos clases de personas. Los que insisten en todo lo que anduvo mal en este año que ha pasado. Simplemente se queda detenido ahí debido a que piensa en todas las cosas que salieron mal. There are two kinds of people these days. Those who insist on everything that went wrong in this year that is passing. Luego habrá otros que estarán mirando hacia adelante y no tomarán en consideración las cosas que deberían haber aprendido del pasado. They just get stuck there because they think about everything that went wrong. Then there will be others who will be looking forward and not taking in consideration the things they should, be, they should have learned from the past. Cuando llegamos a ser seguidores de Cristo, entramos en una nueva vida en Cristo. Apostle Paul gives us the key will help us if we understand what he's saying when, he, when we become followers of Christ, we enter a new life in Christ. El, pero el pasado queda de una vez por detrás de nosotros. The past is once and for all behind us. Pero a Satanás, a Satanás, le gusta venir y recordarnos nuestros but, pecados pasados. But Satan likes to come with a reminder of our past. Si él, si él logra llevarnos a lo que solíamos ser antes de venir a Cristo, 
If he can lead us to what we used to be before we came to Christ, él puede neutralizarnos. He can neutralize us en cualquier manera que Dios nos pueda utilizar. In any way that God can use us. Cuando Satanás viene y te habla de tu pasado, háblale de su futuro y te dejará tranquilo. Su futuro, la muerte eterna. When Satan comes and tells you about your past, tell him about his future. La muerte eterna. Mm -hmm. Jesús dijo en cuanto al discipulado que debemos seguir en Lucas 9.62 y Jesús les dijo ninguno que poniendo su mano en el arado mira hacia atrás es apto para el reino de Dios. Jesus said about discipleship and following him in Luke 9.62 and Jesus said to him no one who put in his hand on the plow looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Pablo usa la palabra Olvidar, en el versículo 13 dice, olvidando ciertamente lo que queda atrás, lo que está diciendo con olvidar es no dejarse influir por esas cosas del pasado. Paul uses the word forget in verse 13. Certainly forgetting what is left behind. What he is saying by forgetting is not to be influenced by the things of the past. God has promised to forget our sins In the same way. En Hebreos 10, 17, la Biblia nos dice, Jesús dice, y nunca más me acordaré de sus pecados y transgresiones. Hebrews 10, 17 adds, and I, will and I will never again remember his sins and transgressions. Our sins no longer affect our position before God or influence his attitude towards us. Nunca más me acordaré de sus pecados. Si uno pide perdón de los pecados, tiene que tomar la decisión de que el pasado no controle su futuro porque no podrá avanzar en el Señor. Y no debe conducir el automóvil mirando al espejo retrovisor. I will never again remember his sins. If one asks for forgiveness of sins, he has to take the decision that, is, that his past does not control the future because he can never be advanced in the Lord. He should not be driving his car looking only in the rear view mirror of his car. That's right. Good. So, una santa inquietud. A holy restlessness. Una devoción disciplinada. A disciplined devotion. Un camino definido. A defined path. Y permítanme darle un último pensamiento. And let me give you one last thought. Una decisión eficaz. An effective decision. En el versículo 13, el apóstol nos dice, extendiéndome a lo que está delante, el versículo 14 dice, prosigo a la meta, al premio supremo llamamiento, al, 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 al premio del supremo llamamiento de Cristo, de Dios en Cristo Jesús. Verse 13, extending myself to what is ahead. Verse 14, I continue to the goal, to the prize of the supreme calling God, Jesus Christ. 
me brilla, me alegra estas palabras del apóstol Pablo, el anciano que estando en prisión está escribiendo estas palabras. I marvel at these words of the apostle Paul. Extendiéndome a lo que está delante, prosigo a la meta. Extending to what is ahead, I continue the goal that is life for God. Es una vida para Dios sin ninguna reserva. Es una decisión eficaz. Without any reservation, that effective decision of Paul that shows us in these two verses that we must make a very effort to live the life of a justice. No podemos ser justos a fin de llegar a ser creyentes. We cannot be just in order to become believers. Pero una vez que hemos llevado a ser creyentes, empezamos a vivir nuestras vidas para Dios. But once we, be, we have become believers, we begin to live our lives to God. La vida cristiana, hermanos, implica seguir la meta, seguir a la meta como el atleta, como el atleta que está en una competencia, empuja con el pecho la cinta para tocar la cinta de llegada, lo hace con toda intensidad. But the Christian life implies continuing to the goal as the athlete in a competition pushes his chest to touch the finish line, he does it with all intensity. El apóstol Pablo dice que cuando estamos en esta carrera, estamos esforzándonos. Apostle Paul says that when we are in the race, we are striving. Estamos avanzando intensamente, avanzando hacia la meta de conocer a Cristo, andar en Él y experimentar todo lo que Él tiene para nuestra vida. We are intensely advancing towards the goal of knowing Christ and walking with Him, experiencing all, all that He has for our life. Hay gozo en llegar. Hay gozo en el esfuerzo. Hay gozo en la búsqueda de conocer y servir a Cristo. Y oír del maestro las palabras, bien, buen, fiel siervo, entra en el gozo de tu Señor. There is a joy in arriving, there is a joy in effort, in the search to know and serve Christ, and to hear from a master the words of, well, good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of the Lord. Yo anhelo esas palabras en mi vida. ¿Ustedes? I long for that moment in my life. Do you? Amen. Amen. Quiero oír todas esas, eh, eh, quiero oír esas palabras y, y, y no mirar hacia atrás. Quiero avanzar, hallar todo lo que Dios tiene para mí. Quiero hacer del año que viene por delante un capítulo en la búsqueda del Señor. I want to hear those words and not look back. I want to move forward and find all that God has for me. I want to make the year ahead the next chapter in this search. Quiero que Él me use como nunca antes me ha usado. Que me llene con su espíritu y que desborde, desborde mi vida para impactar la vida de otros. I want Him to use me as, a, as He has never used me before that fill me with His Spirit. And that overflow my life to impact the life of others. Pongamos en práctica lo que hemos hablado en esta mañana. Preparémonos para el año que viene por delante. Let's put that, what we have talked about, into practice to prepare for the next year ahead.
volvamos a Filipenses 12 al 14. La Biblia nos dice, no que lo haya alcanzado ya, ni que ya sea perfecto, sino que prosigo para ver si logro hacer aquello por lo cual fui también asido por Cristo Jesús. Going back to Philippians 3.12, now that I have already reached it, know that I am already perfect, but I continue to see if I can grasp for which I was also grasped by Jesus Christ. Hermanos, yo mismo, dice Pablo, no pretendo haberlo ya alcanzado, pero una cosa hago, olvidándome ciertamente de lo que queda atrás y extendiéndome a lo que está adelante. Verse 13, brothers, I myself do not claim to have already achieved it, but one thing I do, certainly, forgetting what is left behind and reaching out to what is ahead. Prosigo a la meta, al premio del supremo llamamiento de Dios en Cristo Jesús. I continue to the goal, to the price of the high calling of God. Quisiera que estas palabras las hagan suyas y digan, Señor, estoy aquí a la puerta, al umbral del próximo año. Lord, I am here the threshold of a new year. He firmado, he firmado en la parte de abajo, al pie de la página en blanco, tú llena la hoja con lo que quieres que haga, firmo el contrato antes de saber lo que dice, Esa es una, en eso consiste la fe. I have signed the line at the bottom of a blank page. You fill out the page, what you want, want me to do. I sign the contract before I know what it says. Firme el contrato y permita que Dios llene la página. ¿Está dispuesto a hacerlo? I sign the contract before I know what it says. That is what faith consists. Sign the contract and let God fill out the page. Are you willing to do it? Are you? Okay. Dios va a hacer grandes cosas en nosotros, una persona a la vez. God is going to do great things, one person at a time. Nos ponemos de pie, por favor, y llenamos nuestras feet, cabezas, nuestros rostros. Who here has signed the dotted line? I remember I seriously remember certain people sitting in certain spots last year. Um, I have a photographic memory and I remember before 2020 hit we were excited. 2020 is going to be awesome. 2020 vision. I had all these plans on 
what I wanted to do. I'm sure you had plans too. But what an amazing thing it is I can stand here and say, many of these people who have signed on the dotted line through this crazy, amazing, weird year are still here. You're still here. And there's many who are watching online, first service, who, who are here with us in spirit, um, who can't come until the doctor says, you know. Listen to my heart here when I say, I've had days where I said, man, it's 2020 ever going to end. It's rare. But don't ever get to the point to where you're saying, oh, I just want this to be over with because I just can't wait for 2021 or 20. Because how many of you know, we have plans, but when life happens, as long as we're serving God, his plans are better than anything we could have ever expected. As long as we're serving Jesus, and as long as, I, 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 love, I love these points. I, I kind of want to take them backwards here. I, I love these points, Pastor Pepe, you have. Um, if I can you want a, an effective decision make serve jesus walk on his path the path of righteousness narrow is the way be devoted christ sees your faithfulness when others aren't watching he sees what happens in the dark and you will have a holy restlessness I mean, you know, we're either going to have a worldly restlessness or a Christ restlessness. I don't want a worldly restlessness. I want to be able to go through crazy things in life, and yet Jesus is just living inside of me where I'm restless, but it's, it's holy. It's where I'm waking my wife up at night and says, you're not going to believe it. God just gave me this dream. Now, I can't sleep at night because I'm so stressed and worried about tomorrow. I'm telling you, folks, we serve a God as long as we're serving him, we serve a God who has taken care of our tomorrow. Amen. Amen. Bow your heads with me, church. We're going to sing in a moment to this creator, to Jesus this morning. But this morning, don't live life. Just, I, I can't wait for 2021. I, this is not, no, live now. Live in the now. God can give you that peace that surpasses all understanding right now. Let's not look back. Let's look ahead. Let's look towards the future. And I sense, and I'm not just saying this church because I'm the pastor. I'm saying this because I sense it. I can feel it. God is going to be doing some amazing things here this next year. God is going to be doing some amazing things. God is here in our midst. Maybe this morning you don't know him. You want to receive him into your life. Maybe you're watching online with us. You say, Pastor Carlos, I don't know Jesus. I walked away. I've backslidden in my heart. That's you this morning. You repent right now from your sin. You say, dear Jesus, forgive me. Come into my life. I want a fresh start. I want a new life. I'm sorry for constantly looking at the past. Forgive me for constantly looking at my mistakes, Lord. I give them to you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. If you said that prayer and you meant it with your whole heart, Jesus has forgiven you from all your sins. 
Today's a new day. This year is a new year that we're going to be going into. Right now, let's sing out to the Creator. Jesus, Jesus, let's sing out that hymn. Jesus, 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 there's just something about that name. Master, the fragrance after the rain. Jesus, 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 let all heaven and
Church, no matter what 2021 brings, whether this thing gets worse or better, if God tarry, can we all be here next year? Same time, same place. <laughs> because I'm going to be honest with you, church. I sense some amazing things. I know a lot of us have changes going on in our lives. Some of us are letting go of kids are leaving. Move it away. Jobs are changing. Babies being born. No matter what happens, just know you are family here at Home Church. And families stick together. And most importantly, if you know somebody who needs Jesus, just let them know. They can always find a place here at Home Church of the Nazarene. Have a blessed Sunday. Thank you so very much. Can we give uh, Pastor Pepe and Israel a hand? Amen. Thank you. On your way out, please let them know if the word spoke to you this morning. Thank you so very much. Have a blessed Sunday. Thank you. Righteousness. Righteousness. If I just give him my.